Welcome to The Wiretap, episode 9. Today is April 10th, 2017. I actually have Chad Costello on yeah, yeah. the podcast, just like the old day. The prodigal son has returned, but he's returned yeah, via yeah. Skype. And I, I've been away from the, the TV for nine weeks. So what's been going on on politics? Oh, oh so you, you've, you've been... Uh, You've been hiding in the cave. That's right. We're, we're, That's we're, right. Trump has turned things around, right? Yeah, he's he, he's presidential. He, he he actually is. So for, we're going to get to to Chad's behavior later, actually. But <laughs> right now, we're I want to talk about um, the assaults on Syrian soil by our president. I he, don't know if I would call it an assault. Yeah, I, I mean, it was kind of the equivalent of a guy in a van and he had, um, you know, like really shitty candy. And he was trying to get a, a little kid into the van. The little kid looked at it and was like, that's horrible candy. I would never take that and just walked away. That's the equivalent of the assault on Syria. That's what I, I think, because nothing really happened. I feel the, bad about the people that get their news from us. <laughs> Here's the thing that I don't get. They said that Syria built that airport back up or that air runway back up yeah. in a matter of a day, right? How the how the heck? Trying uh, not to cuss, but how the heck? Go uh, ahead, man. Have you listened to the last few podcasts? Like I'm just putting that's the other thing. On, uh, on, okay, on good. So how the how the how, how the heck? How the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> say Syria. It, how, how the fact can Syria build an airport runway that's been bombed in less than 24 hours? But if you take the freeway and you take the side streets here in Los Angeles, there are potholes all over the place, and it takes years for them to get fixed. That's, I think, the question we should be asking. Well, is, here's the thing, man. Our, it, it, was a, it was a complete stunt, man. It was just a distraction. It was, I, you know, I heard today that Russia knew about this a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's confirmed from Trump's people that they that they told Putin in advance. They told Assad, who said, hey, an, an attack's coming. Move all the people out of the way. So all this sympathy for the gas attacks and the children. You know, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to war. And so that's I, what I, I thought, too. So, so I, 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 I posted a link from CNN. You know, and I wrote war because I was just so distraught. And then Chad, of course, puts a picture of the band war in the comments. And that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what else did you do? War of the Roses and some terrible movies? War of the Roses, uh, War of the Band, and yeah. then another war of something. I don't remember what it was. And, and I was thinking. And then I realized, like, like okay, he's right because this actually doesn't mean anything. It's not going to escalate anything because it didn't accomplish anything. No, it was a $94 million distraction. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? It gave Trump the opportunity to say, I'm not with Russia. Russia's our enemy. And, you know, uh, we're not uh, we're not friends. We don't uh, you know, we don't collude with each other. But it was a very elementary way of thinking as far as strategy is concerned. And it's going to work on his supporters. 
Completely. Because, you know, like Obama never crossed that red line once it, you know, he said he drew a line at sand. Once they cross the red line, we're, we're going to take action. So it's his way of taking action without taking action. Yeah, but if you look at like his main supporters, like the alt right in the Infowars, they all turned on him that's because of this. Hilarious. They called him a neocon, and yeah, that's because so that's they're the, all that's the one strong. Actually, I mean, they're okay. So, okay, Alex Jones is fucking crazy, but somewhat of a strong base. They people listen to Infowars, people listen to Richard Spencer, they listen to Breitbart, and those they say get out. And then that's if you can yeah. find anything. That's a cohesive, uh, complete thought about wh- how we should go about things. It's uh, anti-globalist, right? So get out of it. So as soon as he attacks, he just he just draw a bunch of enemies from people who were supposed to be his supporters. Yeah, gone. The, they they immediately wanted Jared Kushner out. So it, um, didn't, it didn't help. They, it didn't help. Oh, they hate Jared Kushner. Well, and ba- you know what? Ban- didn't help Bannon's that. net. His rumors of being anti-Semitic, but he—he, I think there was a report that he called him a cuck and a globalist. Yeah, two worst things you can call somebody if you're a nationalist. I just think the the fact that they're calling people cucks are ridiculous. I've I've heard that actual cuckolds in 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 the in the nefarious communities of 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 sexual deviation are offended. (laughs) It's, It's like. It's not a proper representation of what being a true cuckold is. The cuckold unit is actually protesting this weekend. <laughs> they're actually going to let their wives protest, and they're going to sit on the sidelines and watch. They're going to watch. They're gonna, oh, come on, baby. Oh, come don't, on, baby. Don't protest that don't hard. Don't protest that. Don't protest too hard. Just, oh, what are you doing? What is that? What is going on here? Oh, baby. We're going to do We're, no, we're going to get the topic <laughs> across, people. <laughs> okay, so so in order to distract from the fact that they're, you're under investigation for ties to Russia, you call Russia in advance of the State Department. That's collusion with the enemy. Like, I think... I think- our audience would be better suited if we acted this out. So if you play Putin or you play Trump, I'll play Putin. And oh we'll talk about it the week before and see what happens. All right. So you be Trump and I'll pick up the phone. Ready? Ring, ring, ring. Hello. Vladimir, it's, it's, it's Trump. Oh, hello, my friend. It's good to hear from you. Doing fine. Uh, the, uh, the, the poll numbers are up. I don't think that they're on to us. It's uh, it's looking okay, great. Everything's phenomenal. Phenomenal. We're doing okay. we're doing a great job. Um, not supposed to be talking to you, but people are are getting a little bit suspicious about. Yeah, what did friend uh, David Nunez have to say about this? Uh, Listen, Nunez, my accent is not great right N- now, but N- it's more Spanish than it is Russian. But let's keep going. Uh, what does your friend David Nunez say? Nunez is running. He he's uh, inept. Um, here's, here's the thing. He 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 let me know some info about what's going on, and they know a little bit. It turns out when you call people that are on the NSA watch list, they know that you're calling them. I can't yes, believe yes, it. I'm very familiar with that. What uh, we need a distraction is what you're saying. Well, 
they think that we're friends so what i'm which is true I, my accent is so i, I i'm not doing thing. a good job just you so, run with it run with it it's it would be tremendous if i launched about 94 million dollars of missiles onto an airbase but make, just make sure this let Assad know this just just get everybody out of there i don't want anybody to actually get hurt so what you're saying is you want me to let Assad know that you're shooting the missiles off. Let everybody get out of the I way. I need to make a you form. Shoot. I need a form of power. I need a, a, a show of force. And okay. I think that what we all I'm doing to make this accent happen is I'm pursing my lips, people. Well, it kind of oh. sounds like Rush Limbaugh more than it does. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Rush Limbaugh yeah, calls right. Putin. <laughs> and... <laughs> And so I just need a, this is the worst improv. You're an improv teacher and you're allowing this to happen. Right. No, it's good. It's good. It's We're going to hone this craft throughout the next couple of weeks. Exactly. And it'll be, it'll be beautiful. All right. And so when, when, so what you're saying is you need a distraction. You want need, to tell people I'm, you're I'm not going to need a distraction. The, 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 the people are going to unite. It's going to be great. We're going to make America okay. great again. We're going to have, we're, 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 it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be tremendous. I'm going to launch All some right, missiles. So It'll be beautiful. Just make sure it doesn't really do anything. Uh, we're still cool, right? Of course I we don't, are. You have, as, I know you have you that PP tape. and the line. Um, keep towing the line. You'll keep, be fine. You know, I think you these are going the great. I don't release. think they're... I, I, I'm not going to resign. Uh, I don't think they have anything. End scene. Well, we... Dude, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we can't get everybody up. We cut everybody kind of up. I think that's the most it. accurate form of news you're going to find. So this yeah. is just a more dangerous form of Twitter is really what yeah. this is. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's a Twitter where people actually can get hurt. It's, and you can just Go point out. Go further into what you ex explain that. It's, explain okay, so, how Twitter coincides with. So, he, so, so our president is a distractor. He's a illusionist. He'll put okay. your he'll put your attention on one thing, like a David Blaine sort of thing, like on one thing, and then, in order to make sure his hands his right hand's not seen, his left hand will do something quickly, that'll allow him to pull the rabbit out of the hat. So when something's going okay, on, right. he that he doesn't like when the the dialogue isn't going his way, he'll pull out a distraction. He usually does does that via Twitter. So but do you think now he's people... very powerful. He has you think people tools. before figure they figure this out, and they figure out that this was all a ruse. I think that that's why he's headed up to North Korea. Yeah, I think that he's just trying to line his pocket with distraction after distraction after distraction because he can change the narrative anytime. I talked about this. It's like playing chess with a person that at any moment can flip the board, and then all of a sudden you have to remember where the pieces are and try to continue the game. So. Uh -huh. Don't lose focus on the Russia investigation. That yeah. is the number one. And you know what's funny is the minute he made that attack, at first I was like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. But you go down Twitter and you see all the people. Caroline O is someone that I follow, mm -hmm. uh, and she's fantastic. Are you trying uh, to ride? I definitely would recommend following her. I don't know her actual Twitter handle, but it's Caroline O, and she's really good. But majority of people knew that this was just a smokescreen uh, to distract.
from from the crap that's going on with with him. Did you hear today on Twitter there was this um, hacker that got caught in Spain, and that was he told his wife that he was arrested for ties to hacking the election in favor of Trump. Did I you hear got, that today? I got a message from my friend Scott. Scott Carey, thanks for sending me that. Okay. And uh, I, yeah, that's what it said. And I was like, I have to dig into that. Yeah, but, for yeah, real. They're, so, they're 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 hot on their trail, man. It it the 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 house of cards is tumbling. They they have enough. And here's my prediction, right? They denied Michael Flynn's plea because yeah. they don't need it. They don't need him to roll because they already have. And and if they if they they don't need him to to get immunity. That means they can nail him and everybody else to the wall. They already have enough. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. And so, uh, or or the fact that he can't he can't get anybody higher than himself. That's yeah. the other reason why I think he came in and said, "Oh, I want to plea because of my ties to uh, you know perhaps, getting paid by Middle Eastern uh, interests." They might, and they might have said, interest. "Okay, well, can you get us Trump?" He's like, "No," and then, yeah. okay, no, we, we, then we, right. then we don't need it." Right. Or they already have him. And it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, you know, because now, 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 now is... Trump, Trump can say like when when everything comes to light, he's going to escalate military in, in in a foreign land because he's going to say you can't impeach somebody who when while we're at war. Yeah, he'll well, we totally can. go to yeah. war. We will to, I save, mean, to look, save his ass before before any of that and happens, risk American military lives. Yeah. No. And you, you know, um, here, here's the thing. He, with with Flynn, he may not have been able to get Trump, so they're going to tell him no. Um, but you look at the other people that are part of that cabinet. There was another guy who just uh, was was released, Boris something. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he was released, and um, Yeltsin. They said he has direct ties to Russia. Obviously, his name is Boris, and he's got to have ties. Um, you know, Paul Manafort has ties. So, but the problem that I'm running into is that we're seeing this at three miles an hour. You yeah. know, everything that's going on, it's just inch by inch by inch by inch. And you get and, impatient because... Oh, <clears throat> yeah. You want it to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And, um, you but, know... But that's it's, the worst thing. You have, to be, you have to rise above and say, okay, the worst thing they can do is rush this thing out and have it fall apart. So, like, all right, let me ask you, you this leave, question. If you leave it to the Republicans in Congress, they're not going to do shit because they're a kid in the candy store right now. They're getting everything they want. So so let me ask you this question. What's up, man? When you're sick of tired of politics and you can't, you have pol political overload, what is your decressor? And you can't say family because that's too easy. What is it? Because <laughs> I don't is have it? one. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, what uh, what's, the... what's my decompressor? Yeah, um, what is it? What is it like? I've had too much. Is it Netflix? Is it TV? Is it music? Is it video games? What is it? Okay, so for our next segment, I, I I actually have all my social media in a folder on my phone that says, "Shouldn't you be doing something better with your time?" Just because okay. Facebook, 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 Instagram, Twitter, my um, Reddit. Um, because I just want a reminder that I'm choosing to waste time, right? Okay. And then 
what I'm trying to do is get myself into uh, my Kindle app and get more phone, more, more, more books to read. I've been okay. meditating a lot, man. I saw that you posted something that you you were meditating in the a, park. I'm or... a forty, yeah, I'm a, on a, like a forty some day streak of meditating at least ten minutes a day, because okay. uh, I think it's really helpful. I mean, you know, I've been going through a lot lately, and yeah, um, my way to kind of just handle it and stay stoic, which is, in my opinion, stoicism is being non-reactive in stressful situations. Mm -hmm. And so the way I get around that and things were like crazy. I mean, we did taxes over the weekend and okay. so I'm trying to did finish you go to your everything tax guy or? To, to, to our tax. I am asking Monica questions, but she's, uh, she's not feeling that great. So, and then, right. you know, Julian had surgery. And so it's like, right. like all, all of us are, are, are messed up right now. And so it, it we, we like with all this pressure, like maybe a, a few months ago, I would have just snapped and said, you know, listen, damn it. Just look up the utility bill. Um, but no, I, I was she, she actually Monica actually said, you know, you actually handled me pretty good today. And good. I was like and, and, and I was talking to my buddy Joe about this yesterday um, that it's it's really been my way of taking a, a stressful situation, you know, with the radiation therapy, with what's going on and th that, that yeah. huge inconvenience and just being okay with it. And, and I, I find that I can like visit the pol political realm, get w riled up and then remove myself and say, I'm just going to let that, like, it's like the Twitter feed is going to keep going whether or not I'm there to look at it. It's like a river. It's going to keep flowing. So I can peer in here and there, but I should peer in less. I should have let this stuff pick up and maybe spend half an hour just like looking through it. And then after that, cut it off and then play some music. Um, you know, just okay. re read a book, you know, read some, I'm actually reading some. All right. So, fiction. so if you're going to listen, okay. If you're going to, let's talk about that for a second. If you're going to, if you're getting away from it, what music do you listen to? What's your I, 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 right now, I'm going back to yeah. uh, 1996 with an album with a band called Hum and an album called You'd Prefer an Astronaut. Uh, it's Hum was my hey. band, H U M Hum. They 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 were my band, that, like because that's they, the one with the that's the band with the B the the music video when they were like. Um, 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 um. That's that band. That right? was Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it wasn't even hum hum hum. It was <laughs> and the fact that I knew that because <laughs> people are gonna hear you. Chats had seven that's shots iconic, of tequila. Though. People. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, hum, that's iconic. Hum, though, hum. <laughs> so, that's an iconic video that, for MTV. Uh, yes. That that that, what, what, that you're, and aren't you talking about the the the, the girl in the B outfit? That was Blind Melon. Dude. Oh, okay. Well, didn't they sing the same song? No, was they didn't, the... man. <laughs> not okay. not even close. Okay, so, wait. Before we get any further, Phil is like the Einstein of music. I'm not uh, when it comes to music. I you, listen. You're strong my, on your Michael Bolton. Yeah. The... Let me let, let, let's explain that. Um, <laughs> growing up. I listened to my dad and my mom's music. It was Johnny Mathis, We Are the World, and uh, Carly Simon. Mm -hmm. As I got older, I still didn't listen to my own music. 
and uh, would go over to my dad's house, and he would have Michael Bolton, Kenny G, Carly Simon again, and, you know, a couple other things here and there. My mom, country music, never got into it. So first concert that I ever was into, the first concert I went to was Michael Bolton, Valentine's Day, sixth grade, special guest Kenny G at the Universal Amphitheater. Now, Phil, what was your first concert? My first concert was Santana um, at, uh, my dad took me, I think it was the Greek. And okay, see, that's awesome. Nice Santana, are you, do you know what your dad's first concert was? I don't know. Uh, okay, played... my dad's first concert was uh, Jim Neighbors. <laughs> Jim Neighbors sings. Yeah. Gomer Pyle played <laughs> Vegas. That's, that, was, that was the first concert that it, he went my, to. My, my, oh. da my dad's first concert probably was like some cool la band like chicano or something or yeah or like, yeah because yeah. he was a musician in the la scene in the late 60s and the 70s yeah my dad was a dj in vegas but his first concert jim neighbors and he tries to cover it and he's like well look we had free tickets we went because it was free but even if the tickets were free i don't know if i would go see gomer Pyle sing in concert uh, but he ended up doing that. My mom's first concert. Did, did that air supply? Did that did that influence you in Lamar? Yeah. Well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll have to do. We'll have to do behind the music. Lamar. Behind the music. <laughs> Lamar. So Chad was in a band a, called Lamar with with the, some some. And we named it after the guy from the Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Because uh, he was amazing. They yeah, so, so let, let me actually game, bounce the question back to you, Chad. How do you decompress from the stress of, of news and media? I know um, okay. that's happening. Well, because, yeah, no, it, and it's it's hard because Misha and I both uh, will talk back and forth about politics on a consistent basis. And eventually I get so fed up with talking about it, I just want to run out of the room uh, sometimes. So, so we... We'll find something to watch. We just started watching Men in the High Castle, which is kind of interesting, but uh, it's kind of low budget. It's Amazon uh, Prime. It's really cool. It's a cool concept if you get a chance. Um, I, I uh, saw recently uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson, and it's just yeah, a, a, okay. a nostalgia fest because you remember this. Oh, I remember Marsha Clark changed her hair. <laughs> yeah like like it, it, it it's a and and but yeah you're right it's david schwimmer playing robert kardashian it's 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 kind of bizarre john travolta playing you know robert shapiro yeah yeah uh, that that was great uh i have that a, a I, I have a couple oh yeah i have a recommendation for you dude you got to see kubo and the two strings yeah yeah you told me about that that's a uh, fantastic you know, should have won into... best animated and honestly best picture it's such a great movie you know what we got into to decompress is um, we started watching from the first season of Cheers. And we started watching all of Cheers. Wow. We're on the third season now. And um, that's the decompress because it's mindless and it's ridiculous. Friends, I think everybody watches Friends. Um, you know, just anything to get out of that thing. So, so have you um, transferred from the Samantha uh, era into the Christy Alley era on Cheers? Not yet. No, I think that's like season seven. Yeah, that, season that was a seven. very successful. So it's a while. Very successful yeah. show. We're watching. We're watching the episodes with Coach right now, and the episodes with Coach are really interesting because he kind of is the glue that holds the whole group together. 
And uh, I never really watched those episodes as a kid. And watching them now, um, it's really interesting. And then I, you know, you fast forward a little bit to see, you know, Woody and the difference between uh, uh, Coach and Woody. It's kind of the same, but you have youth and it's just a different energy. Uh, so it's really interesting. I know a lot of people out there listening uh, that are interested interested to hear about this by the way what i wanted to bring up also is i think we should find out how many people are listening to the show i think they should tweet you phil if they're listening to the show they should send phil a tweet that says i'm listening and we add you on uh on twitter and uh we could start talking about some of the topics that maybe you guys want to hear we'll continue talking about politics of course but you know, maybe I, I think I need to turn someone... my, I might as well make my, my Twitter uh, page the Twitter for um, the show because I really don't. For now, and then we can create it over the week. We'll create a group one, but. Okay, you know what? You know, since, I uh, have you, uh, since I have you on, uh, why have you been absent the last, you know, six episodes or so? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before we go there, okay. give everybody your Twitter handle. It's Bob Knows Bass. Bob Knows Bass. B-A-S-S. Not B-A-S-E. Yeah. It's at Bob Knows B-A-S-S. Bob Knows Bass on, on, okay. on, on, on Twitter. And tweet me when, when you're listening, and then we'll, we'll include you. I know I want to – Yeah. I want to – you know, I, I kind of do this as almost like a mental therapy for myself. It's it's just – it's just it, – it's a nice – you know, release for me, but, um, yeah, let's, let's grow it, man. Let's, let's, let's make it. Just see bigger. who's listening. Tweet and, us and, or tweet and, Phil. Tweet and then next and, week we'll have a, an actual tweet Twitter handle for, uh, for the show. Um, yeah, we'll and, uh, yeah, I think that'll be just so we know who's listening. Just a quick, Hey, I listened to you the other day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, um, if there's something that you specifically like, uh, like the episodes with Alan, tweet that. If you like this episode, I know it's all over the place. If you like Chad is absolute trash, tweet that. That's okay. Yeah, let us know. And let then we'll figure. Yeah, let we'll us figure know. it out. Let, let us know what you think. <clears throat> yeah, and I'll just sit there and and cry over the tweets, but it's all good. That's fine. So um. So what's been so, ha- what's been happening okay. with you? Um, oh, just everything. It's been uh, school and you know personal stuff and. Uh, timing and just absolute insanity. So you know, this was an opportunity. We're doing it through Skype, yep, at, right now, and um, this is an opportunity for me to get back because I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, but I just, you know, so many other things have come up. Yeah, I, I, I'm uh, really but you grateful. Your own. I'm I'm really grateful for you, Chad, for getting me to actually start this. But yeah, you know, like at the end of episode two, you said I can't make it. I'm 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 gonna be pretty busy with stuff, and then we're yeah. you're supposed to keep you're supposed to come in a few times. It didn't work out, so we we we, we yeah no you, it's hit and miss. But here's the thing, I I've been listening to what you've been doing in each podcast. I mean, from from where we were on the very first podcast to where you're at now is is leaps and bounds. Thanks, and man. I think that's really really beneficial. And the fact that you've had other people on, I think helps as well. Uh, you know, create kind of the, you know, interview guest atmosphere and, you know, you, you kind of hone in a little bit more on what you want. And so, um, you know, this is my first one back and we're just kind of all over the place. But 
at the same point. Uh, you know, we'll get no, our footing. You know, one thing I think we're, we were missing at the first maybe three episodes or so was like levity. Like I remember, like by episode five, I was like, our show. Like I, I'm actually more of a humorous person than yeah. than, than, than than what's being conveyed. So when I had Graham on, that's great. We joked a lot, and dude, like the Alan thing, it was two hours, man. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. It, See, and that's the thing. One of the because that guy, that guy has is, has so so much to say, so much uh, information to, to go out, and just following him down his his little. And, know, and one of the things about it is the conversations that we have on the phone made us want to create a podcast, and it wasn't resonating when we were doing it at first because we were so serious about. You know, well, we well, got to we, talk we were kind of like, so oh, oh, shit, we're fucked. But, and maybe we are still, but you kind of learn to cope. <laughs> you yeah. Kind, you kind of yeah. learn to turn in. And, and, and well, it still it requires activism. It requires, you know, vigilance. It requires putting things. But, like, you see the things, the wheels are set in motion. And it's looking like, and you can hope upon hope. Who knows what's going to happen? It's so unpredictable. But it looks like there are people in power who are surprising. Like the Supreme Court is coming through on, on, on things. Like they're, they, we're getting the investigation going. So we have to look toward the future and say, what's going to happen after this is over? And we're going to have to have something else to talk about. I mean, I always tell yeah. people, like, had Clinton been elected, I probably could have started a podcast about her. Because there's... Uh, there's, there's other, I mean, it's not going to be, it, it was definitely the lesser of two evils, but, um, well, the, and the, I also think that I wasn't happy with her either. Politics, yeah. Talking politics 24 seven is left with the politicians. We exactly. Might have and and I'm, I'm not going to purport to have like an, an inside scoop. That's any better than what say like Keith Olbermann would say on, on his GQ channel. Like, like that's like, I, I watch him. And I'm like, okay. Or Bill Maher. Or, Bill Maher, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And, and, so and what, we'll what I can our... contribute is, is like my little take on it, you know, and now mm -hmm. yours too. Because, yeah. dude, I've been wanting to do this with you, but I have to let you know, it was it was a bummer the few times that you that you couldn't make it, that, yeah. that, 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 no, that shit, been... shit came up. But that's the thing with, with, with me and you, Chad. Like, I'm like the Ennis or, or like the... <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're my... Who are the actors the, from, from the... Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> the 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 panis yeah 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 was he he led you to to my, to my the, Gillenthal it's like the, I wish I could quit Bill, you the, man like like we, we you're the you're the penis and I'm the Ennis it's been like twenty one <laughs> twenty two years that I've known you or something yeah. like that right yeah and so for some when reason you get the penis like, and the Ennis together like, magic can happen. Through this is how we talk. Like through the years, that we've had many occasions where like we just weren't talking anymore. Then all of a sudden we would just pick it up and Never then let me down. Keep going. And you would turn my life you, you would Come be on. going some to some other uh, you know move in with a girlfriend or I'd have a girlfriend and we wouldn't talk for a while. Then like I'd run into you at the mall and it was just like old times again. And I feel yeah. like. Uh, you, you've been a constant in my life. Yes. Why is that? Well, because we actually have probably a kind of a homosexual vibe that we just have never confronted. That we've never addressed. <laughs> we've never addressed it. And uh, it's there. And one day when we're both just 
pass. Sam sitting you in know? the studio right now is like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Phil bought me an In and Out burger today, and now I have to suffer through this. <laughs> let's let's talk about let's talk about Sam. Sam has been consistent for awesome, nine dude. shows. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't get paid to do this. Yeah. And he makes the no, show he makes millions of dollars because we have billions of people listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he makes the show happen. Yeah, exactly, and man. It's his consistency. And and, and so, we have to address that as like we don't only have to the reason why chat's been inconsistent and we're doing this through Skype and, and is because we don't have to just worry about my schedule with Chad because Chad and I tried it and it sounded like shit. And we talked for two hours. We were exhausted and it sounded like crap and the mic kept falling. And so I was like, I work at this place that has a awesome studio. Why am I not yeah. doing it? I'm, I'm stupid. And so now it's, it's you know, Sam's, Chad and my schedule. And so this is yeah. how it's going to work out. But yeah, dude, like I've been wanting to have you on because I've had to kind of like improvise from 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 this point out, but it's been good, man. It's just you know, it, it, yeah, it's no, like, it sounds good, and we just keep rolling. And if we gain one person listening to us a week, then in fifty weeks we'll have fifty people yeah. listening to the show. That'll be great. Um, what? Um, it's more than I don't know if people. I don't know if people know how we actually met and how we know each other. And I think before we even get there, one of the reasons Phil's holding this group, this, this podcast together, because I burned my fingers on a pot earlier today. And my girlfriend said, Oh, you know, what'll make that better is tequila shots. And so seven shots later, I'm doing the podcast and, uh, you know, we're, we're holding it together. Phil's, Phil's doing a better job. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I actually, so, I, I said that as an aside. You probably didn't hear me because you're, you're you're drunk. I was like, okay, great. We get Chad back on the show, and he's drunk as a skunk. Because I, I know you're a cheap date, dude. Yeah, no, I. You know what? I don't drink a lot. And having I don't know, either, man. Shots. I had like a glass of of white wine yes yesterday with some friends. Yeah, and I was just toasted, and I was I yeah. was just complete com, com, completely blitzed. No, not blitz. I, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't crazy. You know, I'm, I'm not like I don't. When was the last time? The last time I remember you totally drunk. <laughs> we went to a restaurant. We went to a bar called Saints and Sinners. Oh my! And we were there, God. and we had oh uh, numerous hellfires. Watch, watch, watch out! <laughs> yeah, no, we were, no, uh, we had numerous hellfires. Phil ended up in the back of his the bed of his truck sleeping, and I stood there and waited for his ride to come pick him up. Because the guy that I was riding with decided to go off to another bar with a group of girls. So I hung out with Phil while he was in the I remember you truck. saying that Chris was there. And yeah, he was I there. I saw pictures of Chris. I don't remember him. I blacked yeah. out. I, 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 you remember how we found you? I don't know. You, I, I woke up bouncer, in the bed of my truck. Okay, so the bouncer took you outside and left you by the garbage bin. At Saints and Sinners in Culver City, and now it's another bar. I don't even know. Called, what like Racer Sixty Six or something. Yeah. And so um, it was Saints and Sinners. We had Hellfires, and the Hellfire is a glass of Monster Energy drink, and then a shot of Cardi One Fifty One and Goldschlager, and they light it on fire and they drop it into the monster, and we both had nine of them in a matter of forty-five minutes. 
And, and I like uh, finished other people's hellfires. Yeah, you were. You were you were downing everybody's. And you ended up at the garbage bin outside with your head against it. So Chris and I were like, no, that's, you know, you can't leave him there. We picked him up. We picked you up, put you in the bed of your truck. Chris took off with a bunch of other girls. And uh, I stood there. I stayed there. And who picked you up? My, my The drummer in my band. And, of Intercept, and, right? Yeah, my drum, my, Jason, my drummer, picked me up with his girlfriend yeah. at the time. And yeah. we and they they drove me home and I was like, dude, thank you guys, just thank you. I think my truck was still over there. That was like the. I, I want you to know that you. <laughs> that was the, one of the worst weekends of my life. You know, for for was multiple it? reasons. I I I I I can't actually get into them on here because it involves people and names. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that that was that was uh yeah that was a wild. time. I mean, when was the last time I was seriously drunk? I just I just don't I. I never really enjoyed it i've never been i mean I, I i would drink and i will drink with friends but yeah man those days are way behind me it's like every time someone invites me out to get a drink i'm like do you want to have dry mouth the next day do you want to feel yeah. like crap do you want to not be able to sleep well do you want to be completely dehydrated it's like no it's it's like it's it's you're, you're poisoning yourself and and it's not like you're ingesting cyanide but it you know uh, beyond a, a glass of wine or two you're, you're literally poisoning yourself so i, I yeah know. it's bad hey look in my 20s i drank a lot i mean what's uh, funny is that you you were very proper all through high school and even late uh, like like early i didn't college, have like, my first drink of alcohol never until weed, i was 22 never, no yeah. i didn't have my first beer until i was 22 um but after that um moved in with with a friend named joel that was every night was drinking and then you know birthday parties i remember we had a birthday party i had a birthday party and it was uh at this place called cha-cha cha-cha-cha and um yeah yeah and um i had two pictures of sangria by myself santa monica yeah yeah that was a yeah. that was sloppy <laughs> yeah that, that was bad and then um and then i think my 28th birthday it was a blur because that was the birthday that um, you guys decided to bring that girl out in the in the uh, refrigerator box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were, Phil, that, that was in, in, in our hometown in the Hacienda Heights at a, a Brazilian barbecue place, and your name was Chad Castillo. Yeah, on, it was. The, well, <laughs> they yeah they we I rented that place out, and then now it's a um, what is that called? I don't even. Uh, I haven't been there. It's man. a Filipino chicken place. Yeah, it's a Filipino yeah. chicken restaurant, and but that um, doesn't. That's not relevant to the story, Chad. <laughs> but they Go they on. changed it, and uh, we rented the patio out, and the drinks were flowing, and I was dating a girl at the time. I had only gone on one date with her. I invited her to this party. Phil and Mike and the couple other people. There's this girl that's in a refrigerator box, and it's wrapped as a birthday present and they wheel her out she pops out it's really awkward i don't even think like there was a happy birthday song i don't i don't know what it was for. she danced maybe and, and the girl who i was seeing took off right after that and i never heard from her or saw her again that was and, a weird night there was like there was like this guy that was like taking shots off of that girl that poor girl that popped out of the cake or, or 
I mean, yeah, and then she just... called her boyfriend from Arrowhead Lake, and then he drove all the way down from Arrowhead to pick her up. It was a wild night. Um, yeah. And then, and then I opened the girl, the the gift of the girl that I was seeing at the time. And um, now, this is after we've had numerous shots and drinks, and there was probably fifty people there. And um, the girl pops out of the present, and all this other stuff is going on. And uh, the girl takes off. She leaves her gift. I open the gift, and it's a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> she bought me a Bible for Christmas or for my birthday. Like, she bought me a Bible. Yeah. yeah okay. You must have been like, like, did did I get the wrong gift? Like, <laughs> is this what you? you, well, you but yeah, did you? All, did, but bought... did you meet her? But she, you must have met her on like Plenty of Fish, right, or something. No, no, because you there was uh, can, a dating site I, in my twenties. Am I okay to, to to mention that you used to go on Christian dating sites? I, I said it anyways. Christian cafe. Christian, Christian cafe. cafe. And, 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 and look, I had some good relationships off of that, but there were also girls that I went out with occasionally from Christian cafe that were you know one or two dates here and there, and um. Yeah, they were uh, they were crazy, uh, you know, not crazy in a you know religious way. They were just crazy, like wild. They would they would drink me under the table most of the time. Uh, so it was really interesting. Uh, I, 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 can, I can say this. Like, like, I think it's it's a good time to mention. Like, like my my relationship with you is I've always kind of lived vicariously through your poor decisions. Well, I don't know if they're poor when you're in your twenties. Well, no, I just like uh, I, a poor decision. Poor. Your bad decisions were always so interesting. I was like, why did he do hold that? On. A bad decision is 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 hooking up with a girl dressed as Abraham Lincoln. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so here yes. we go. That's a bad decision. <laughs> no, Let's we all made bad decisions, story. but like, no, no, I, I was like, okay, come on. If we're going to, to have, I would re I would replace that bad decision with exploits. Exploits, okay. Yeah, no, uh, but your exploits were so were so, uh, so so out there. I was like, what? Like this is crazy. Like uh, first off, I don't know if I I can believe that you've actually done the things that that you're, you're telling me that you're doing. Plus, I was just like, man. I, I mean, I I mean, I've just been a relationship guy. I guess. I mean, I, I had I had short term relationships, but I was in a long relationship for for a while. You knew that, and you know. And I've I've known yeah I've been, now I've been, been with Monica for like twelve and, years you know that's yeah. all part of your twenties everybody makes bad choices and has interesting uh, excursions and it's always been incredibly you know? interesting to see how how you manage to to handle going from one thing to another I mean I I don't know if it, how much I can reveal I mean I'm sure you you've talked to Misha about this so I want to be respectful about that you know yeah no my look my 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 twenties are an open book. Um, as as should yours be. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to involve people. I I I I really. You don't, don't. have to name names, but no, it's, know, it, it's like you I, know. I, I, after after I after my long relationship of four and a half years, I just I was trying to live it up, man. I was just like mm -hmm. like go because I felt like I guess robbed of the opportunity yeah. to to go out yeah. and and. and 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 be and and, and but I, I I I didn't do that very well, you know what I mean? Like well, this is let me let me give the listeners an example. We were in New York, and we were uh, on the Empire State Building. <laughs> oh, you always bring and, this up. 
<laughs> and there was this girl. I don't even know. She. I don't know. How would you describe her? Like a, like a, a very well. You, you young put it best. Of, she was a stick with glasses. <laughs> yeah, she kind of was like the young version of Lisa Loeb. She was like the nineteen-year-old Lisa Loeb. And and so we're former she's client, by, by the way. Actually, actually I, I taught Lisa Loeb's daughter for for a hot minute. Did I say that? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. Um, the guy from Fishbone still owes me seventy-five dollars. So <laughs> we're just dropping names. It, yeah, that's right. The, the bass player from you Fishbone. Should, you should. You should. Make, his name's Norwood Fisher. He's awesome. Uh, you should make a, a, a T-shirt that says Norwood Fisher owes me fifty. Was it seventy-five dollars? Yeah, 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 seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Norwood, if you're listening, your <laughs> daughter was extremely He's talented at uh, this. My my, I'm not going to give out the name of my business, but extremely talented at the classes that I teach. But she took like five classes, and I never got paid for that. So if you want, you could send it to Burbank Music Academy, uh, care of Chad Costello. And, uh, you know, write that check out and I'll even split it with Phil. So and we'll give Sam some, too, because Sam's helped out so much. So Norwood, that would be Fishbone. OK, so let me ask you a question. If his name is Norwood Fisher, was there another guy in the band name? You know, <laughs> like Kenneth like, Bone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there another guy? He should actually like, start like a project called The Real Fishbone. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if his Norwood name was Norwood Fisher, was there an, another guy? Was there, if his vocals. name was Nor, yeah, if his name was Norwood Fisher, was there another guy named Thurgood Boner? And they got together and they were like, oh, you know, we don't have an. Well, my name's Fisher, and my name's Boner. Well, we can't call ourselves Fish Boner, and we can't call ourselves Fisher Bone. So let's just call ourselves Fish Bone. Is yeah. that how it happened? Yes. I know they got a documentary on Netflix, right? It's actually great. Still... It's actually great. Yeah. I, 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 I would, it, it's really good for uh, young musicians to watch because it shows how you can be like as legendary and as important as, say, the Chili Peppers were in the 80s and as influential, okay. yet still be penniless. And, okay. and and basically uh, work. I mean, I think Nor Norwood does well, but it's, it, it's really quite an interesting documentary. You know, um, all right. Well, he doesn't do I well enough to pay me seventy five dollars for class. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's I, sure. I don't think you should air your financial grievances on uh, on a public yeah, Nor forum. Uh, uh, first of all, Norwood could kick my ass. I've seen him. He He's a big oh, dude. he can kick your ass. I said can kiss your ass. No, he can kick it. No, okay. not kick. No, he could. He well, that just might happen now. <laughs> yeah, he showed up in a uh, denim tank. A tank top, like a vest. Like a. And he, I pictured got, a denim a tank made out of denim. <laughs> yeah, he's got like he's got like uh, yeah, he's got Hulk Hogan arms, man. He's a big dude. Oh yeah, he's huge. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, I'm not, you know, look, there's no beef there by any means, Norwood. Just you know, the seventy five dollars. Would appreciate. You know, that. Yeah, that was what seven years ago. So uh, you're never yeah, getting that, that back, really... man. Are you gonna Are you gonna take it to you know? Further small you know, claims, small, small claims and stuff. Like no, that. it's you know what I thought about it, and uh, <laughs> it's just it's not worth it. Uh, you know, but uh, I have thought about it, and uh, you know, Norwood, if you know the or, spirit or, moves or, you, or or, or or reply or, or say that you listen on on Twitter, Norwood, we, we'd appreciate it. I, I, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I I, I love. Uh, I've that, never that, heard that fish. entire I like 
80, late 80s scene of uh, L.A., um, you know, Jane's Addiction, uh, Chili Peppers, of course, Fishbone, highly yeah. influential on my playing. When you told me that, because that, I said, do you know a guy, named, I remember telling you, do you know a guy named Norwood Fisher? I was like, he totally. I was like, like, I'm all over that, man. But yeah, I, I, it's like, like mo most people don't know as much about music as I do. And I, I yeah. that sounds conceited when I say it, but it really is true. Like, I, I know so, weird details, like all the members yeah. of Third Eye Blind. <laughs> yeah, and well, then that's my, that's my feeling. You know a lot about music. I know everything there is to know about professional wrestling. So combined, we get nowhere. But still, <laughs> we're really good at at, at, at being inefficient. Yeah, <laughs> our conversations <laughs> when we meet a girl have nothing to do with impressing them. No, <laughs> it's 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 like I remember, like I was talking to to a, one, one, a, a girl, and I was just I did the entire rap to Intergalactic by Beastie Boys over the phone with her, like first conversation, and she was like. Why, why, why am I still listening to this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the it's whole like promo. I have, I have the, the, this, uh, I'm like a, a savant of, of, of useless yeah. information. <laughs> I did the whole Hard Times promo by Dusty Rhodes uh, for Misha, and she uh, almost kicked me out. So uh, that didn't work out too well. You know, so you could, you could sing Intergalactic Planetary. I could do different rest interviews and promos by heart it's there's something there there's a way to make money i just don't know how that's to how do you it. know that we're, we live in, in in a very guarded society because we we were able to grow and without being like, like, like i mean look at us as, as specimen right and we were able i was even able to reproduce like there's something there's somebody for everybody <laughs> you know, well, you know really and here's here's the, here's the crazy thing I was talking to Misha the other day because I made her watch. We we had a WrestleMania gathering uh, last Sunday, and her friends came over. They'd never seen wrestling before. There was one guy who did. He's a really cool dude. And uh, everybody else was like, oh, we'll give it a try. And one of the things Misha mentioned was, no wonder, like, wrestling fans, she compared, she, before she started watching it, she was like, oh, NASCAR fans. And wrestling fans are the same. Not to say anything bad about NASCAR fans, but, you know, NASCAR fans are NASCAR fans. And she's like, but the fact that you had, you've grown up with different races and different characters and different beliefs and religious views and all of that stuff, the, the wrestling community seems to be a little bit more tolerant towards life, maybe a little bit more liberal than your average NASCAR fan, which Is I found that, that to be a no. real interesting well, dude, let me tell you. I, I don't um, know. I'm actually sincerely asking. I, I figure that they're really big in the red states, and I think a lot of the biases, like, go. I mean, see, I mean the, if you look at early wrestling, it's like the heels yeah. were like, uh, who, who? You, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, the well, you, well, you had Iron okay, Sheik. So you had, uh, well, that was yeah, but that made that made money, right? Yeah. So you had Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, and you had wasn't that stuff just uh, like race baiting, man? Like, like, wasn't that that an early? It, it did, but wasn't Rocky Four or Rocky? Yeah, Rocky Four and yeah, that's uh, true. Red, that's true. It was a different time. Red Dawn and yeah. uh, you know any of those. So um, you get uh, like I'll tell you what I bought wrestling action figures up until I was like thirteen, and not once did it cross my mind that Junkyard Dog was any different than Hulk Hogan, other than talent. 
uh, Junkyard Dog was a little bit more talented than Hulk Hogan, charisma-wise. You know, Hulk Hogan kind of ran with it, but um, you know, there was no. It wasn't like, oh, I'm playing with Junkyard Dog, and he's black, and Hulk Hogan's white, and you know, Jimmy Superfly Snookas from Fiji, or you know, wherever. It never. Those never. Those race racial issues never dawned on me because I was a fan of all of them. But they did have like Mr. Fuji was totally a stereotype. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, they, they 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 played into into stereotypes. But that's interesting that you say that. You know, wrestling fans tend to be more tolerant. I guess they they, they look at talent rather than. I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a, that's a strong argument. <laughs> what now? That's why the... didn't you ever? Why didn't you ever get into wrestling? Uh, every into wrestling. kid was in it. I was, I, of course, I, I I was, man. Like, at like what point did you Ultimate not like Warrior it? Warrior really? was was my was my was my guy. Rest in peace. Ninety one or ninety two, like roided up, um, <laughs> uh, Ultimate Warrior running against the ropes. That's like my era. Like that's okay. All right. So what made you stop watching it? Um, I don't know, man. Like it just, it just. Did you just? Did it was it? At one point, I, I I discovered it. It's it's not really. It, it's sports entertainment. Yeah. And, okay. You know, I, I guess I started right. seeing seeing some of those things, but you, you, I I just like moved on to other things. Maybe comic books or music for sure. By the time I was okay. playing guitar, I, I definitely wasn't into wrestling anymore. Right. You, okay. You, so you, you music is around. what turned. You just stuck right. around though. You, yeah, music is what turned you into. But you could still watch wrestling even though you watch and play music. I know I, lots I, I, of people. I didn't have a focus on it, man. But what, what, what? Like maybe I think the last guy I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Was like, you know, a t what, what's his name? He just retired. The Undertaker. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, The Undertaker. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's interesting to know younger people who were like, yeah, I remember like people our age are like, oh, I remember. Honky Tonk Man, I remember. But at one point, they were like, you know, this is dumb, and I'm out of it. Then they kind of came back in, like, 98, 99 because of the Attitude Era. And uh, then they, you know, kind of went away. Hollywood uh, Hulk Hogan? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that was – well, you had the Attitude Era, which was, like, the WWE. And then you had WCW, which was, like, the NWO, and you had all those guys. The Attitude Era had, like, DX – Val Venus. And, Val Venus. Uh, My favorite quote from Val yeah. Venus was, I came, I saw, and I came again. Yeah. See? <laughs> and people became fans again because of that. And um, what I'm finding out is the, the people who came to the WrestleMania gathering, that we watched WrestleMania, we hung out and uh, saw that, they, uh, they liked the spectacle of all. I mean, look, they sold out uh, the Citrus Bowl. The, the number of people there, there was 75,000 people. It's like a week-long event. People from all over the world come. And uh, it's a huge event. It's, it's, it's up there with, like, the Super Bowl where people are, like, bidding to get WrestleMania to come to their town nowadays. Not so much the smaller events, but WrestleMania is just uh, huge. It's unbelievable uh, because it brings so much into their economy. And when I was young, it wasn't like that. Uh, it was really, really interesting. But, um, you, you know, the... You uh, saw the movie The Wrestler, thing... right? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the, the really that was loosely... Opened up. How, how do you think his performance was? I forget who the actor is. Oh, was re... yeah. No, it was... Um... I can't think of his name right now. Um, if you know who it is, who tweet is? Phil. Yeah. Let us Mickey know. Rourke. Um, I just Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, if you know who it was, tweet us anyway. Uh, um, so yeah, no, he did a great job. That was loosely based on the life of Jake Roberts. Ah, really? And uh, there's a great documentary uh, on Netflix about Jake Roberts where he goes into DDP's house and gets totally cleaned up and does his yoga. DDP I, I yoga. really like the DDP yoga stuff that I've seen. It's 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 really really great. People are getting their lives back together. It could turn. Yeah, no, I mean that guy is a saint. Mm -hmm. It's amazing yeah. to see what he can do. And the, you know, he started not to turn this whole podcast into wrestling. We'll stop in a second. But DDP was 35 when he started to wrestle, and that is unheard of. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was, I think, he was champion by the time he was 38. I, you know, that people start really, really young, and for him to come in and own it like he did, and then turn around and say, "I want to get back to this business and help people." You know, you don't get that a lot, and that's pretty awesome. No, that that's it's it's great, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I see that. Well, I think we should maybe try to land this because I think, Chad, this is far and away our most focused podcast. <laughs> we, we we really hit the issues. It was well organized. All oh, of our wait, wait, wait. we went we from dude. How do we go from Syria? to our dating misfits in their 20s to wrestling <laughs> that's our normal phone conversation but let's let's go through this things to watch out for the week politically let's do that how okay. about that let's set that sounds, up. all right go, so sounds go good oh well okay you act like i had prepared this all right i'll go first go ahead man watch jared kushner and uh visiting iraq and uh there's some stuff with him that you got to watch out for uh, I think uh, he's going to end up just like Flynn. That's one thing I would say. Watch for this uh, Syria incident to basically die away and because it's not going to escalate anything because it doesn't mean anything. It was just a complete stunt. And redouble our focus on the Russian investigation. That's all That's all I can say is that it's... Don't, don't, it's, a, it's a Reichstag fire. This is a new term I learned. <laughs> Thank you. Tell Adam. us about that. Tell us about yeah. that real quick. So... In uh, on February twenty seventh, nineteen thirty three, there was a fire at the Reichstag building, which was caused by the Nazis. But okay, blamed Reichstag building is is in Germany. Is in <laughs> in Germany. Okay, there you go. Okay, nineteen thirty three. Okay, in Berlin, and it was a fire actually started by the Nazis that was blamed on the Communist Party, and it helped them consolidate power because they basically uh, blamed uh, the commun the, uh, try to elbow the communists out of out of political power so it was what you'd call nowadays a false flag uh, a, a false flag operation so the term Reichstag fire is used by some writers to denote a calamitous event staged by a political movement orchestrated in a manner that casts blame on their opponents thus causing the opponents to be viewed with suspicion by the general public. Just your conspiracy false flag, but this is really what happened. So what we're, what we're looking at right now is a huge distraction, just a huge way to change the narrative into a, into a different topic. And uh, when, when I found out, I was like, that's this, this bastard. Now, 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 people's, now millions of dollars are at stake. Now people's lives are at stake. This guy's didn't go to war to try to change the topic. And uh, do you think he didn't didn't get his wish there? So now he's headed up to North Korea, 
Or do you think uh, he's going to end up... I think North Korea is uh, low-hanging low fruit, and he would definitely go after go after them. See, the thing is, is they have artillery pointed right at South Korea, and if he makes a misstep, they're going to shell down on South Korea. That's the problem with having a president a who's a complete narcissist who doesn't give a shit about any yeah. living human yeah. being. He, it, when it comes mm -hmm. to his brand or his reputation... He will allow them to get bombed in order to make his point and come in and save the day. That's what really about um, fucking dangerous. What about flip the six? Do you think Ossoff is going to win? Explain that. Actually, I don't know enough about it to, to speak. Okay, on. so there's a uh, Tom uh, Price who ended up being uh, in Trump's cabinet gave up his seat, and there's a lot of people that are running for it, and Ossoff is the Democrat. He's 30 years old, and he's running for that seat. There's like eight Republicans that are running for it, and they think that he has a big shot at taking over, uh, you know, for Ossoff or for Price. And um, that seat hasn't been given to a Democrat in I think something like 30, 40 years. And um, the elections this week, and uh, it's it's a big deal. I mean, uh, he has money from all over. The United States. He ended up getting a eight million dollars, two million dollars on hand. So he's done really, really well. And with all of these other Republicans running, they could split the vote, and then Ossoff will end up winning. If he doesn't get more than fifty percent, then he has to have a runoff one on one, which will be bad. But um, but if he wins, that's the first real Democrat versus Republican. Uh, race that's going on right now uh, since Trump, you know, ended up in office. So it'll be interesting to see if he takes off and wins. And uh, so I definitely look at that, flip the six, uh, hashtag flip the six. Uh, you'll see look it and you'll get Twitter. more information. And Ossoff, yeah. And Ossoff is, uh, like I said, he's 30 years old. He's young, but he's a very smart guy. And uh, let's see what happens. I keep our fingers crossed. Because that would be a huge blow to the um, the Republicans, so uh, that would be really, really, really neat to see. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for that. So there's that, and then uh, I think eventually down the line we got to talk about North Korea uh, because it's still so next close. Week. All right, yeah, let's talk about we, that. We know wealth, like between Chad and I, we have a wealth of information on. Uh, We're not experts on it, but we know not a lot experts of pop on it. But we, 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 we've been talking about North Korea for years and how bizarre it is that such a dra yeah. draconian society exists in 2017. Yeah, you and uh, in in between now and then, if you get a chance, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it's called The Red Chapel, Red, watch and the it's Red a great documentary. And yeah, the, crossing the line. Yes, is that the one about the guy who defects? Yeah, and, yeah, that's a great one. Those that are guy, two really good there, documentaries. Let me just give you a preview. It's about a a U.S. soldier during the Korean War who walked over the line and defected, and lived out the rest of his days as a as a white man in North Korea, who's a celebrity, was always given his ration and just started a bunch of propaganda, and. You look at him, and there's a documentary on the guy, and he's just an absolute slob, an absolute yeah. Piece of shit. No, his, his teeth need some work. You could tell there's not. Uh, but, he, but, he, but they, they, he had like, basically he had concubines all, all over him. It's like, like, like we yeah, can he use got, you for, for for propaganda. You got a North Korea. 
he had a girl pregnant from North Korea. One day she went missing and they gave him a new wife. Yeah. So it's a really fascinating documentary. Red Chapel is about three guys uh, from Denmark who go to play a prank on North Korea. They're improv performers. And one of them has CP and- Who happens to be turns, Korean. Yeah. Yeah, they're two Korean guys who were born in Denmark, I believe. And then there was a um, another guy from Denmark and they have this little trio and they want to put on a performance and it's very much Sasha Baron Cohen-esque until the propaganda gets to be so believable that one of the guys starts to like, you know, believe the crap that is going on. They end up in one of those giant North Korean military parades. And it's fascinating. It's it's real. It's not phony. And it's not a it, it's all nonfiction. Uh, so uh, I would definitely check out those. Kim Jong Ilya is another good one that is uh, fascinating how they named the flower after. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend those. Those are really good, but we could talk about that, and we could talk about those movies, and we could talk about all that stuff uh, maybe uh, the next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 uh, we'll get a little bit more focused than this time. I mean, if, if, if you're yeah. going to be drunk, I think I should be drunk too. Maybe maybe you be so right, yeah. I'll be drunk next time, okay? Well, and here's the other thing. If you guys like this episode, tweet us. Tweet Phil at Bob Knows Bass. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, this was fun. We want to hear more of it, or we want you guys to be a little bit more focused, or you know, whatever it is. We'll you know, you guys are listeners. Yeah, and you yeah. just let us know what you like and what you don't like, and we'll we're we're catering to you guys. So you know, whoever is listening to this at Bob Knows Base on Twitter, uh, post it and, and let us know. And uh, if we don't get anybody uh, via Twitter then uh, we have to start giving out your phone number. Perfect. All right. That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care of yourselves. This is Phil and Chad signing out. Bye. Bye, everybody. The Wiretap is produced by Phil Romo. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs. Recorded in Burbank, California.